Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Masting Kit Podcast. I'm your host, Masting Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time, uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that and my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. The only difference between people who are really thriving in every area of their life and those who are stuck and stagnated and missing out is what? We should know this by now. That's right. It's purpose, okay? And we're going to really dive into that. And I think this beautiful conversation that we had is a beautiful context, I think, for the rest of our time together because what we're going to talk about is how to claiming your power is knowing how to generate emotions in your body and express them regardless of outside circumstance. That's what it's all about. Okay. Now, for anybody who thinks purpose in life is some woo-woo kind of bullshit, okay, I, this is from this morning on PubMed. Look how many results in the bottom left-hand corner. 729 results for purpose in life on PubMed, which is where all the medical stuff is from. Okay? Now think about that. 729 peer-reviewed studies on purpose in life. Who here thinks that shit's woo-woo? Anybody? So it is woo-woo, but the science is starting to catch up, and I really believe that at some point science is going to prove pretty much all those spiritual principles right. Right? Because I think that science is studying the after-effect of that which made this thing. We're just learning the phenomenon and how it all works. But purpose in life is massive, okay? So remember, it helps here, okay, with household income, net worth. So literally, when you have a sense of purpose, you get richer financially. You have more abundance financially, okay? Who wants that? Let me see if I show hands. Okay, I thought so. Okay, also, it helps with all kinds of health-related issues. And remember, it can add up to 10 years to your life and reduces pretty much all-cause mortality. Whatever could kill you gets lessened by having a sense of purpose and specifically around cardiovascular events too, 
And we'll talk about why that is in a second. Okay. Anybody want to live longer? Okay. You look at the blue zones. People have an overly proportionate number of centenarians. People live over to be 100. Purpose in life is a huge thing. Huge thing. Okay. It's also a key factor associated with recovery from trauma. And the reason why is it's that immune system. Because trauma is a cortical or subcortical experience. Primarily subcortical. Emotions are cortical or subcortical? Subcortical. So when you have purpose, you have the purpose emotions, you're going to be regulated better too. Who follows? Does that make sense? Okay. Also, so we had that one was in there twice. I don't know why. Okay. So also, this one was from this more, uh, July 23rd, this, year, this month, uh, this year. Purpose in life and capability, which is the ability to choose to do something, are unique mediators of the relationship between health status and quality of life. And there's a journal on disability and rehabilitation. Like, what does it take to rehab somebody, to get somebody better? If they have purpose and they have choice, they will improve their health outcomes. Who thinks that's awesome? I want to live in a world where you get a diagnosis and the doc says, all right, here's a diagnosis. I'm not going to tell you the stat on survival. I'm going to say, here's a diagnosis. A couple questions for you. What's this illness teaching you? Are you living your purpose? Could you find a transpersonal lesson in this? Oh, by the way, here's all the stuff to do scientifically and medically. But let's really focus on the transpersonal stuff first. What is it teaching you? Cancer is something that is everywhere. The war on cancer causes more cancer. I guarantee it. When you look at people who go into remission, Anita Morjani, who was in very significant cancer issues and died, near-death experience came back. Her, her definition of remission is remembering your mission. Now, I'm not saying that that's the cure for cancer. I'm not claiming a cure. What I'm saying is there's risk factors. What are risk factors? What's a risk factor in a diagnosis or a potential problem? In your, what could make it possible? Right? So here's the things that if you're around these things and you have these types of things and there's risk, these are things that could cause this. Who follows? Does this make sense? Well, there should be health factors too. Things that could help you get healthier. Who follows? Right? So I'm not suggesting allopathic medicine isn't the way. You may need immunotherapy or chemotherapy. You may need to take a certain prescription medication or a statin to lower your LDL cholesterol for a period of time. But we need to live in a world where doctors are asking yourself, asking you, are you living on purpose? Who supports you in that in your life? Because illness is social too. Illness is social too. And what is cancer specifically? What happens in the cancer cells? They multiply, but why? They're what? They mutate, that's right. They're unregulated. Very good. They, turn, they are unregulated. There's, that's right. They are unregulated. I mean, they just grow on their own without any care for the rest of the organism. Sounds a little bit like narcissism to me. It's interesting. And what feeds cancer cells? Sugar. Interesting. Very interesting. Because you have to take, for example, with any illness, you have to take all the medical protocols, get a functional medicine doctor, get genetic testing, go get the best of the best of the best of the best. But surround yourself with people who can see you as well. If someone thinks that you have an illness and it's only going to kill you, fire that person. Fire them. And find someone who can see you as getting better. Because here's the thing. Even if you don't, you'll have a better quality of life. But a health factor is people who can see you as well, 
people and living on purpose. Those aren't going to necessarily cure anything. Hear me now. It's not necessarily going to cure anything, but it's a vital piece of getting well. Who follows? This makes sense. And there's certain diagnoses that have so much fear around them. So you want to surround yourself with people who can see you as well. Same thing in business. You're going to start a business, never done it before. No one's ever done it before in your whole family. Think people are going to celebrate in a regulated state for you? What are they going to do? They're going to freak the f*** out. Not helpful. It's not helpful. You need support and encouragement. Who follows? Does this make sense? Purpose is everything. And remember, some of the common side effects of purpose, financial abundance, setting the example for your children, healthy sense of love and romance and passion, better HDL, uh, lower LDL, lower A1Cs, improved quality of sleep, improved immune function, lower risk of heart attack, builds resilience and heals trauma, can add almost to a decade to your life, improves cognitive functioning, that cortical wiring, and also enhances emotional regulation. It's not a magic bullet because it takes work to cultivate purpose. It's not like, oh, here's my purpose, fixed, like taking a pill. No, it's not Advil. <laughs> right? You take Advil, you have inflammation, you feel better. There's no purpose pill. It's a lifestyle and behavior set. Who follows? This makes sense? Okay. And is it a magic bullet? No. But over time, what we'll find is if you have purpose, it's the one thing that changes everything because it upregulates your emotional states. And if your emotional states are better and more integrated, everything else changes. Who follows? This makes sense? You guys with me? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. So remember, think of it as the immune system to your emotional life. What's the purpose of our body's immune system? Protection. Regulation of disease, right? Does shit happen in life? All the f time. But if you have strong emotional fitness, a strong sense of purpose, it can kind of bounce off your back like, and kind of like water off a duck's back. Just kind of shake it off. Versus just like penetrating and just ruining everything. Who follows? Does this make sense? So we're not saying here today that you're never going to go through a hard time. But what we are saying is, is that you can go through them in better ways where they don't take you out and if they do take you out, it's not for as long. And you can come back faster and faster and faster. And pretty soon, the challenges that you're facing now are no big deal. Easy peasy. And then you can grow. And here's the thing about growth. New level, new devil. Every next level, you get upgraded. So the pattern will be there. I know for sure one of my huge patterns is about abandonment. Every time I'm about to have a massive expansion, I know that my abandonment pattern will come up. So what do I do? Just let it run amok? No, I let my whole team know, let everybody know, hey guys, it's going to be a big event, whatever it might be, book coming out, whatever it might be, I'm probably going to go super dorsal, help me. And we prep for it, not because I'm trying to create negative outcomes, but because I know that's going to happen. If I can see something happening, I can take action to stop it or make it less. Who follows? This makes sense. It's important. So we have to understand that purpose is the doorway between our inner and outer experience, our internal world and our external world. And who has control over that doorway? You do, but we'll find out why you haven't up until now, okay? So then, the most important question you're ever going to ask is, guys, what do you think? That's right. What is my life's purpose? So that's the question we're going to answer today, and we'll get you started on the second most important question today, which is, okay, cool, Mastin, but how do I do it? All right, so we're going to cover all that stuff, and remember, tomorrow's all about the science of implementation, so there's a lot of how tomorrow, okay? So I want to recap some of those myths that we talked about day one, because how long ago was day one? Feels like forever, maybe five seconds, I don't know. How long have we been here anyway? I don't know. <laughs> right, two weeks, yeah, exactly, right? So living your purpose brings abundance, not scarcity, because you're regulated. You're safe to be around. Is it nice to be around people who are happy and joyful and doing what they love? What do you think? 
Yeah, of course it brings abundance, okay? And when you align with your purpose, you create financial freedom for your family, okay? And that's not just me saying it because i the purpose guy. It's me saying it because that's what we've seen with our clients, experiential data set, plus that's what the studies say too, okay? Which is awesome, okay? Purpose is the greatest gift that you can give the people that you love, and we need you at your best so that they can be at their best. Because children and family pay attention to what? Who you are and what you do more than anything else, right? So what you say, is that important? Yeah, it's important. But they're like, Mom, you always say this, but you do that, right? And by the way, that's incongruent. So you're teaching your children incongruence. And by the way, you're going to fuck it up and you got to come back. You're going to fuck it up and you got to come back. But who here has a parent and you know that they're not living their purpose right now? Let me see if I show hands. Okay. What would happen if one day they called you recent soon and they went, I know this is kind of crazy, but I decided to do duh, right? Like how would you feel? Yeah. And you maybe we didn't feel less burdened. Like you're okay. Because when you're living your purpose, you make it okay for other people to live their purpose because you're okay and then they can be okay. Who follows? Right? And the idea is, when you're living your purpose, if I'm okay and you're okay, we're both okay. But also, if I'm okay and you're not okay, I'm still okay. Okay? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Right? What happens a lot of times is if you're not okay, then I'm not okay. In purpose, it's I'm okay whether or not you're okay. And if I'm not okay, then you're okay with that too. Anyone ever felt like uh, sad, angry, etc., but you couldn't show it because it would dysregulate others? Let me see if I show hands. What if you could just be how you are and have it be okay with others? How would that feel? Yeah. <sighs> right? Just so much like turkey coming out right now. It's amazing to hear you guys see. You know, it's awesome. Right? And so the opportunity here is the more you do it, the more they'll do it, and it creates a tidal wave, right? But the question is, who's going to go first? Who's in the room? You are. So who's got to go first? See if I show hands. Who's going first? That's right. All right? Now, that's why aligning your purpose, uh, aligning with your purpose will inspire other people to do the same. You're not abandoning them. You're abandoning the pattern. You're abandoning the dynamic, which is something that should be left behind, I think. Okay? So here are some questions we get. But how do I discover it? How do I live it every day? How do I not lose it? Are you sure I have a purpose, Mastin? (laughs) What if I had it, but then I lost it? Can I support myself and those I love financially? What if uh, I know what my purpose is, but it's not happening fast enough? And what if I don't have one? Anyone asking at least one of those questions? Let me see if I show your hands. Yeah, normal. Totally normal, okay? Well, we've been talking so much about it, but we need to define it, just like we define trauma, right? What is purpose? I'm curious. Yell it out. Sense of meaning. What else? Say what? Driving force behind actions. What else? True self. What else? Gifts to the world. Life's objective. Okay, so we have all the things you guys are saying are kind of in the right quadrant, but is it a common definition? No. So let's define this first, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to give you a clinical definition, and then I'm going to give you my definition, and I'll let you choose which one you want, and I think mine's better, but we'll see. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So in general, purpose in life can be defined as self-organizing life aim that stimulates goals, manages behavior, and provides a sense of meaning. So it's a regulator. 
But you see where it says stimulates goals? Do you see that word right there? Goal? Oh, it's actually right there. <laughs> you guys can't see this shit. Okay. <laughs> it's over there and it's over there. Okay. <laughs> that word goals. So let's talk about that for a second. Why do we set any goal? So many different answers. Let's keep it simple. That's it. What? This is bullshit, Mastin. You said what? Why do we set goals? To feel an emotion? The fuck is this bullshit? Watch. I want to make a million dollars. Why? She's like, what well, to feel an emotion? You just told me why. But think about this for a second. I set the goal because maybe I want to buy a house. So I want financial freedom. Freedom is a sense of what? It's an emotion. Well, how much money do you need to be financially free? All of it. <laughs> how much money do you need to be financially free? What do you think? 625,000. I bet you'll get it and you won't feel that way after a while. David Geffen has a great quote, founder of uh, DreamWorks and Geffen Records and stuff like that. People who think money will make them happy don't have any. Sure, up to about 75,000 basic needs are met, you'll have some sense of happiness. You're like, oh, I can go to Whole Foods and not spend all my money or something, right? <laughs> Just 90% of it. <laughs> so I can actually get home, right? <laughs> or something. Because when you get something, even if it's what you really want in life, right? I, I, my purpose is to raise a child. Well, do they change? Do they ever move out? Well, then what? What's your purpose then? Oh, fuck. wait a minute. <laughs> right? Well, my purpose is my business, master. I got to change the world. Okay, well, what happens if you change the world? Then what? Start over. The, one of the worst things that can happen sometimes is you actually exceed your goals. Because when you exceed your goals, now you're like, well, well now what the f do I do with my life? And if you really, truly in your heart and soul don't believe you have a purpose, that's the road of suicidal ideation. Who follows? This makes sense? Okay. So purpose is everything, but we have to understand what it really is. It's not what you do. It's not your job. It's not a business. It's not having a kid. Those things can bring purpose, but they aren't your actual purpose. It's something very simple, very specific, okay? As we grow, life circumstances change. Children grow up, businesses evolve, some crumble, some get sold. Maybe you keep one forever. Relationships change. People move on, people pass away. Everything's always changing. The Buddha taught us what about change? Everything always changes, right? And so that's how it is. So if you get latched onto one thing as your purpose and it goes away or changes, then what? Freak the f out. Who follows? Does it make sense? So I'm going to keep it even more simple. I believe that after working with you know, 10,000 plus you know, hours of clients and just you know, thousands of people around the world, this is what I think. Your purpose is a set of emotional states. And I'll give you the science behind it too in a second. Okay? And it's not just a set of emotional states. It's a set of states that you generate within yourself. So does the world give it to you? Yes or no, y'all? No way. Okay, and then what you do is you get to express it to other people in the form of service, the state of being, not the religion, 
not the thing, the beingness. The technical term for that is ontology, a state of beingness. Some things are just ontological. You can't use words for them. They just, you feel it like awe. Like you can't really describe awe. You're like what the f- is awe? How do I describe? Ah, words don't do it justice. Has anyone ever had an experience where words just couldn't do it justice? Right? That's a sense of awe. That's an emotional state. Okay? If you hit somebody over the head with a book you never wrote, that's not convincing or never read. What's convincing about something? How do you convince somebody? It's who you are. It's the beingness, which ties so perfectly into the share we had this morning. Right? It's about a beingness. Okay? And so to master purpose, the goal is to master context, which is your neuroception, meaning what does all this mean? Okay? And in the process, heal trauma. And one of my favorite uh, sort of signs we have up, I love all these signs. One of my favorite one is, is that healing your trauma is going to help you live your purpose, but you got to get started. So don't think like, I got to heal my trauma and then I got to get started. That's a very dorsal response, <laughs> right? It's getting started that helps you do the healing. That's because it's experiential. It's not cognitive. Who follows? This makes sense? All right. And so living your purpose is really ultimately embodying and expressing the emotions, behaviors, and lifestyle that light you up and being that example for other people. That's what it is. It's not some patriarchal sky god telling you to love him and fear him at the same time. It's not a child or a business. However, those can be vehicles. A child can be a vehicle for purpose. And by the way, if you're not doing your thing and raising a child, what example are you setting? You're raising a child to not follow their thing. You guys with me on that? Okay. So it's not selfish. It's necessary. It's like you need the battery power. How often do you recharge your phone? All right. How often do you recharge your purpose? I think it's been, I think it powered out a while ago. I don't know. Right. So the idea is it's all that self-regulation is so important. Okay. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, we'd very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we'd very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.